Welcome to Divorce Diaries Show Podcast. I'm Michelle Trena. I'm the creator of Divorce Diaries, and I'm so excited to bring to you our podcast episode today. Friend zoned. Anyone been friend zoned? I hate that fucking word. And let me tell you why. I have been friend zoned my whole life. The pandemic has really allowed me to fully embrace that I push men away. Prior to the pandemic, I was Nah, it's their fault. They're coming into my life and fucking it up. Now I've been forced into these situations where I don't actually meet the guy because of social situations that have changed. And I have Zoom, IG, text, TikTok, Snapchat. I never pursue dating apps because I always feel like that's a lot of work and I'm already doing social media for my work. So eh, why not? So I'm on my, on uh, this whole past year, I feel like I've been poked and prodded on IG. Okay. Over the course of the pandemic, I had a crush on a high school friend who was confused about his girlfriend, but not enough to even be with me. You know, I'm so confused. Can I just lay my head on your chest? Figure it out. (laughs) And then like he figured it out. And I was like, what happened to you? He's like, I figured it out. (laughs) Okay. And that was like on my birthday too. He just kept poking at me, you know? I hate that when people poke. It's like when you're in middle school and someone taps you on the shoulder and you turn around, they're not there. You're like, what? 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 <laughs> it's, uh, okay. Connect, you know? I mean, if I was doing stand up, which is just part of my new bit, I would like keep looking away, looking at who poked me. And then, you know, each time somebody pokes you, you get more and more frustrated. So I'm not understanding why. When men do this to me, they're surprised when I start laying into them. And I started to notice that I do this quite often because then the next guy that (laughs) I connected via TikTok with a comedian and a writer who he had this like tumor in his throat and also like rejected me. And look, I don't care that he had the tumor in his throat. I'm not hating on that. Oh my God, I felt so bad. It's the fact that someone with a huge medical issue and concern facing life or death looked at me and said, "Mm." oh, I fucked up the joke. Let me go back. (laughs) This is all new material. I'm trying out my podcast today, guys. So bear with me. Um, Oh, also I wanted to touch base with everybody regarding the Indiegogo campaign, Divorce Diaries TV pilot. We are fundraising. I am fundraising. Um, and my creative team are plugging the Indiegogo campaign, which is the campaign is up, I think in like five days. So we need donors to go to the page. DivorceDiaryShow.com has the link. Yep, five days left. <laughs> and we need our help to get to our goal of 15K. We're at $3,020 right now. All right, back to some stand-up. So I connected via TikTok with a comedian and writer who had a tumor in his throat and also rejected me because, you know, I wanted to meet for a drink and not have met, have met my apartment immediately. And he was like, I'm not looking for a scene. Like serious. What? Look, I'm not hating on him for having a tumor or making fun of him for it. It's the fact that someone with a huge medical issue and concern who was facing a life or death moment looked at me and said, nah, it's not worth drinks. <laughs> and then up to present day, I, I guess a month and a half ago, two months ago, I met a TV producer who found me. Let me just reiterate that. He found me on IG and wanted to interview me for his podcast. Um, okay, cool. Let's do it. Can we talk first so we can get a vibe? Um, okay. Usually women say this to me. It's to see if they can get a nude sent to them. But I was like, oh, okay, sure. So I had him send me his number and I called him and we talked. And as soon as I heard his voice... It happened. His accent. 
Okay, everybody knows that I have a big thing for Latin men, and his accent was just hitting my eardrum. You are a very powerful woman, Michelle. Oh, it's not really the great, that's not the best accent. Okay, but you get the picture, right? Like, it doesn't matter what they say. As soon as that accent hits, it's like you're in a, you're in a hypnotic state. I will do whatever you say. Oh no, what happened to my panties? Right, I don't wear them to begin with. Huh? Like, they could say, my wife's in the other room making dinner. Let's come over into the corner and make love before she turns around. And I'll be like, what, engagement party? <laughs> anyway, so it gets me every time. And I feel like they know what they're doing. You are a smart, funny woman. What? Um, you want to propose? You want to have a baby? I can, I'm a, I still have viable eggs. You know, listen, we connected over our work. We had, we, he, he felt a vibe. I felt a vibe. More importantly, I was starting to feel like this person who I hadn't even physically met. I was like, I want feeling like butterflies and like, emo not butterflies, but emotional stimulation via conversation. That hasn't happened to me in a long time. So I, of course I ran with it. But he was also giving me like work advice, like opinions on my script. He said he would read it, which triggered me into work mode. I'm gonna make this the best script he's ever seen, you know, which is, I guess, a good thing. But I went like above and beyond to send this script to him, which is my baby, which is Divorce Diaries baby, you know. And also I got a pitch deck together. This is all good motivation. But in the back of my head, I was like, and also he's going to secretly fall in love with me because I'm going to send him Cafe Bastello and a coffee mug that has his podcast name on it. Yes, I understand that this is a weird hidden agenda, but I just felt like there was a vibe. I also just was like appreciative of the fact that he was reading my script because I know a lot of people in the business wouldn't do that. Um, and... This is the point of the story where it's like you're watching a Looney Tunes cartoon, you know, when everything with the like with the Roadrunner and the Coyote. Every episode, everybody knows what's coming except the Coyote, you know. He tried, and every episode, the Coyote thinks he's hatched a new plan that's going to work this time. I am the Coyote. <sighs> so. So we continue to have these emotionally stimulating conversations. He rips my pitch deck apart. He he rips my script apart, but he actually says that he likes my script. And I have a dream about my 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 dead father after I received this text message from him that he liked my script. So in my brain, I'm like, this is a sign from God that he's the one. Not this is a sign from my father that he loves and misses me, of course. But, you know, listen, I think it's both. And I, you know, spoke with him that weekend. It was all great. And I finally said something to him about our emotional connection. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, well, because here's the thing. He kept saying, you know, our friendship means so much to me. I really, I think we're going to be old friends till we get old and gray. And I was like, you're picturing us old and gray. See, I don't hear the part of the friends. I mean, I was hearing it, but I was like, he's picturing a future with us. But then I had to say something like, listen, you keep friend zoning me, trying to be cute. And he's like, what? And like nothing happened after that. And I was like, um, nothing. He's like, do you think of me like other than a friend? <laughs> of course not. I would never make up a relationship in my head. What do you think I'm? What do you think I am? Um. So we had this like conversation. It kind of got put to the side. And then when I brought it up again, I said, I said flat out, I said, so I don't understand. Do you feel the same way back? And he's like, well, what do you want me to say? 
Ooh, that's never good when they say that. What do you want me to say? Um, you should already know what you want to say. I love you and think you're amazing. Even though I never physically met you, I just can get a vibe via the phone and Zoom that you're the one for me. Hello? No. He's like, Michelle, I, we live 2,800 miles away. First of all, the fact that you didn't round up to 3,000 tells me there's room for growth. And second of all, he friend zoned me. Who friend zones these calves? Have you seen my calves? Look at my IG page, okay? Nobody friend zones these calves. I can crush your head with my calves. Don't friend zone those things. They all come as your friend, you know? These men, they like, it's like the mob. They come as your friend and then you're whacked. I just fucked that joke up. They come as your friend and then they leave you lying on the floor, screaming for a loved one. No, no, not you too, Jenny, Jenny. And then his coaching came back into play after he rejected me and heard me cry. You're a beautiful woman, Michelle. You're going to find him. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Stop destroying the dream. Michelle, I'm just a realist. Yeah, you need to really, really, really imagine yourself with me because you're not getting it. <laughs> then he's like, you created a wall. There was nothing here. And now you're like creating this wall. First of all, I'm not creating any wall, okay? I tear walls down with these calves, okay? The same calves that you're going to crush your bold little head if you don't realize the biggest mistake you've ever made in your life. Now stop refusing my love and start checking places for availability of 2022 destination wedding. You don't have to actually get married. Just the whole point of, like, coming out to our friends. <laughs> well, that's my new bit for today. And um, hopefully my the love of my life besides my child and my show... We'll come along someday, and if not, I will keep filtering it out through my work and finding the humor in life's beautiful mishaps. I hope you guys have a great, wonderful day, and keep tuning in to Divorce Diaries Show podcast, and go to DivorceDiariesShow.com, where you can find additional content on my YouTube channel, on TikTok, on Instagram, all the social media outlets. We are filming a television pilot of Divorce Diaries. You can help contribute to the funding, the production, the post-production, the distribution funds by going to the Indiegogo campaign or also, hey, Venmo, PayPal. I have it all on Divorce Diary Show. Uh, Venmo and Cash App. I don't have PayPal for Divorce Diaries yet. But the Indiegogo campaign, you get perks, perks like a shout out, a roast of your ex, and a virtual edition if you um, donate more than $100. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Stay tuned for more Happily Divorced After. I'm Michelle Trena, and this is Divorce Diary Show.